Hey everybody, it's time to give away a surfboard once again. We do this every month as a thank you to our supporters and as a way to shine the light on some of our favorite board builders. You can set up support on surfsplendorpodcast.com if you want to get in on this. Listener support is the backbone of our business. Think of this as a magazine model where there's advertisers and that revenue kind of helps us grow our business, but the subscribers cover the hard printing costs of the magazine. It gives us a dependable, recurring, predictable revenue that allows us to cover the hard costs associated with producing this content. And as a thank you, we select one supporter per month and we give them a surfboard. Last month's winner was Russell Gardner. Russell won the Timber Surf Co board. You might have heard the episode I did at the beginning of the month with Ryan Lynch about his Timber Surf Co. His mission is to eliminate resin from surfboard production and builds these really beautifully constructed boards out of natural materials. Anyways, Russell replied to my email about winning that board, and he said that he's been listening and supporting us for nearly five years. And what he appreciates is the authenticity and the sincerity of the approach to our shows. And so that's precisely what listener support allows for. It's independence. So thank you for that. And if you'd like to support us and get in on winning this month's board, which we'll be discussing here today on the podcast with Matt Parker, it's only $5 a month. You can set it up on surfsplendorpodcast.com and you just have to get it in before March 1st Pacific Standard Time. So if you're already supporting, you're already in. And if you're new, you will be included, and you'll also be included every month that you make that $5 contribution. We'll be doing one of these every month and including an interview like this one with the board builder and without any advertising at all, just a clean episode about a surfboard. So thank you for everything. My name is David Scales for Surf Splendor, and here is my chat with Matt Parker of Album Surfboards, discussing his new joint venture with Coco Ho, a surfboard company called Exo Coco, and the Halcyon board model that we will be giving away on March 1st. Enjoy. All right, Matt Parker, let's hey, hey. give away a surfboard. Let's do it. Dude, can you imagine anything greater to give away? <laughs> no. It's the coolest. I want to get one. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, I was telling Chaz today, I was like, dude, if I won the Coco board, yeah, I think I'd ride it. Oh yeah. I know they're designed for women, but rather than finding somebody in my world that I can give it to, what if riding a female surfboard unlocks a whole new thing for dudes? Well, I would say this is jumping a little bit ahead, but the whole point of the entire thing is that this isn't some like just surfboards for girls. The idea is to like see design through a different perspective and find new design innovation in how surfboards and how volume is positioned and how rails are shaped and where fins are placed so that that applies just in general. So like to me, five years from now, this would be like a leading edge, like progressive design, surfboard design brand that happens just to be viewed through women's perspective. Not, you know, you know what I'm saying? I very much know what you're saying. Not a cliche, like girls boards. It's like, no, these are, you know, well, Let's go ahead and just get into it then. Uh, how did the concept develop? Um, I've thought about it for years. I'm a fan of all types of surfing, watch contests and watch all different kinds of surfing. And there's these, you have these like elite, amazing female surfers. And first of all, you would never really know what they're riding. 
you know, like there's no women's models. So I, I have three daughters myself. So if my 15 year old was interested in writing what Steph Gilmore was writing, it's like, who knows what that is? Some McFanning model that's kind of been dimensionally shifted a little bit to, you know, so I just, but always she certainly can't go to retail and find a no. Steph Gilmore model. No, definitely right. not. Gotcha. Definitely not. And that's gotcha. across the board. And so, so I, and so then I see a lot of these elite female surfers and contest surfing specifically is, is framed around. This is how Kelly Slater or a guy is supposed to surf. And this is what a 10 is. And this is how you score it. And so women's professional surfing is kind of trying to like fit into that same box sometimes. And so they're being judged against like, well, a guy does this and you know, what, you know what I mean? It's a, and it's a little bit, it's a li it was always kind of just felt a little off to me and that the boards they were writing were mostly guys boards. You can tell like a lot of times you see, um, you know, strong, super fit athletes, and sometimes the boards will look kind of flat on the surface of the wave, like where they're not really able to leverage and roll it over. And then you look at some of the dimensions they're riding, and they're maybe riding an eighth of an inch narrower. Same model as a guy, but basically like a little narrower and a little thinner, and they're kind of sized as like like a teenager would ride or something, a teenage guy would ride or something like that. And then you look at just the anatomy and it's like if, you know, an average woman's foot is a size seven and I mean, my foot's a size 12 or 13, you know, my foot is like two and a half inches longer and wider and thicker and just attached to like a more of a, you know, just more weight and all that kind of stuff. So I've had that in my brain forever and it was just kind of like, ah, eh, maybe someday, you know, there'll be an opportunity to like do something about it and, or to make and I make custom boards. I make custom boards for women all the time, and I have with album. And we kind of play around a little bit with that, but there's not enough of a sample size to really dive in deep into design. And so Stab was doing um, the electric acid test with uh, the hose yep. a few years ago, like three years ago, and it was, it was a perfect uh, um, chance to do it because it was you had to design one. It had put shape one model and then you had to make it for coco you had to make it for mason you had to make it for michael so it was like three generations or three totally different surfers but one one type of model so i was like oh this is perfect because i you know i have something in mind that i would make and i would totally do it differently for coco than i would for mason so um i did i made this one model but hers was like Five two, five one, seventeen and a half inches wide, but thicker than her normal board would would be. And I I got glass on fins and like resized and retemplated the fins to fit her frame and size and all that stuff. And then she surfed a maze on board, picked it, and the board won. And it was like okay, this is very validating for what we had in mind. And so then in the subsequent years, like the next the last two and a half years, I've just been making, like, kind of, we've just been R&D testing. And at first it was kind of like, I have all these other ideas. Let's see if we could, if this really works in different types of surfboards too. So not just a little twin fin, but all different kinds of shapes. So I was making all these other different boards for her, and she was, each one was kind of like opening a whole new door because she'd only re really ridden short boards up to that point. So it was like all these new experiences and feelings. And then I was in um, 
Australia, where our production is in Australia, and one of our main um, shapers in Australia is this, like, 22-year-old girl named Avalon Stark. And I was like, all the stars on, like, oh, you know, like, how would it be if she, you know, if she's young and she's, like, um, apprenticing and learning, but she's really good and she has, like, a little different perspective on it. You go in her shaping bay and it was, like, it's just a different color, it's different feeling, you know what I mean? Different just kind of vibe in the shaping bay. I was like, I'd be kind of just cool to see where this went. And so I came back and I was like, Coco, I have an idea. Because <laughs> it would have been very easy to just do like a, a model, like a women's model under album or something like that. But it just, it's it was too, like too much of a gaping opportunity for, for the marketplace to be, that isn't being served to actually make something really for that so can you look into my camera and see if i'm in frame yeah okay cool thank you i'm gonna good guess this mat is oh did i kick it a little bit oh sorry okay okay and then make sure i'm in frame again make sure i'm in frame again now that i moved the mat thank you Action again. Mm-hmm. Um, what considerations, uh, what design mm-hmm. modifications do you make in consideration of designing these boards for a female? Yeah, um, ideally it's like, well, the um, just the difference in her um, volume shifting uh, is probably a good, a good reference. So her... Old shortboards when she was on tour would be like five, five, 18 and three eighths, two and an eighth, two and a quarter, something like that, like 23-ish liters. And her <clears throat> her Bliss Twin, which is kind of like her go-to performance twin fin, is five, three, 17 and three quarters, like two and nine thirty seconds. Okay. But like t- um, 24 and a half liters or something like that. Two, so, two liters higher? Yeah, like a liter and a half, you know, more. But, like, dimensionally and proportionally, if you looked at the two boards next to each other, it looks smaller, looks significantly smaller. But the volume is just kind of repositioned. And then also um, the rail shape is unique and different. And so the if you look at a lot of kind of standard modern shortboards, the rail shape is very neutral. It's like a almost like a just a golf ball neutral surfboard rail that's just kind of catch free but doesn't really um generate speed it doesn't really like dynamically shift the way the water's going around it you need to be strong enough to really do something with the neutral rail and so the apex of the rail on the cocoa boards are it's lower closer to the water so it's a little lower and the the apex curve is a tighter little curve and so the rails feel um crispier in your hand they feel like a little not bladier but they allow for the water to like wrap and release around the rails much easier and you can kind of um, direct that power contact with the water in a more focused way Hmm. so they just they feel more reactive so the idea is like so many women's experience with boards has been boards that feel a lag because their feet are too small and the boards are too wide the volume's in a weird place. And so you go to press it or you go to turn it, and the board just doesn't really 
takes a second to come around. It's like if we, it's like if we were, if you and I were surfing a, a performance shortboard that's 23 inches wide. Right. Like, what would it feel like? It would, like, you could make it work, and it would probably go fast, but be hard to turn right and all that kind of stuff. And so that's, those are the main kind of considerations. And some of them look subtle. Some of them, even in, like, the other models that, are, that aren't super narrow, like some of our mid-lengths are over 19 and, and whatnot. But there's a lot of little design subtleties that makes a huge difference for someone with smaller feet and... Smaller frame, arms not as long to be able to paddle is, you know, just different considerations. I think of women tend to have hips. Guys mm-hmm. tend to not have hips. Women tend to be stronger lower body. Mm-hmm. Uh, men tend to be stronger upper body. Are, what are the design considerations in relation to those? Or are yeah. there? Well, they're di- different balance point too, like different right. stance widths. You know, so many, like, uh, it's interesting um, making boards for all different kinds of people. You can I can shape a board that is whatever a five ten, and a guy goes out and surfs it, and maybe it doesn't work exactly perfect for him because he stands you know an inch and a half narrower, or he stands yeah. a little shifted forward, and another guy comes in who's the same size, who stands a little wider. They're right in the sweet spot, and it's a magic board. So those considerations come into play a lot too, as far as like um, keeping if we're if we're uh, kind of shrinking the overall frame of the board or the overall outline and everything, like making sure that volume is distributed like under their, under their themselves to make it more ma- manipulatable. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really key. Um, does the outline look different? Uh, some of them do. Yeah. I mean that we tried to launch with a, a kind of like this foundational range that covers um, a short board. So like a rethought, high-performance shortboard trifin that's a little bit more volume but smaller dimensions, easy, you know, different rails. Uh, performance twin fin, which is like uh, we found with Coco, she had, uh, up until the electric acid test, she had never ridden a twin fin. It's insane. She's like 29 years old, professional surfer, and had never really, ri- really ridden like a twin fin up until that point. And so I think there's so many people that have never experienced that yeah. before. So that's like almost like the tr- the true daily driver is the Bliss Twin. Then there's a fish, which is the Trist. And that is another one where um, most f- traditional keel style uh, fishes are 21 inches wide, you know, 5'4 to 5'6. Like that's tails that are, you know, 12 inches wide, you know, at the, at the swallowtail tips and all that kind of stuff. Big keel fins, massive keel fins. And so a lot of female surfers have never had a true fish experience. And so making one that's sized and proportioned accurately is like, you know, very, very eye-opening. And so we have um, the Aurora shortboard, the Bliss Twin, the Trist is the fish. And then we have like kind of like a rethought mid-length, which is the same thing. So like like Coco's riding like a 6'4", like 19 and a quarter, two and three-eighths at like 34 liters or something like that. So that, that thing works for everybody. And then there's um, kind of a classic pintail, single fin, channel bottom, kind of a traditional Lopez-style outline, but also reconfigured. So like the dimensions are, you know, they're not jumping on a, like a, a retro-looking board just to pose, but, right. you know, like something that's actually very using those elements in the way that it should. And then a longboard as well. To surf big barreling waves, yeah. basically. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So that's the idea. The idea is to like launch with like, okay, we have like a base quiver, foundational quiver kind of established that everyone can really like build off of. And then like we're doing a ton of R and D with Coco and all these other quads and all these other different things too. So you conceive of this is much bigger than making a model for Coco through album. There's mm -hmm. a bigger concept here. Mm -hmm. What do you pitch to Coco and how does the company come to be? Yeah. So she was kind of, she was in town and she was coming to, um, I was kind of making her, you know, just different. I'd, I'd come up with an idea or she'd have something she wanted to try. And so when she was in town, I'd usually have a couple boards for her. And so I'd been like, <laughs> I finally was like, okay, we got to do it. We have to make this an actual, this deserves to be an actual brand. So I kind of wrote down, like, I just kind of mapped out, like, what that would look like. Yeah. And she, she had no idea. She's, she was coming just to pick up a board, you know, just to, like, say, hey, she was in town and just stopping in like she always did, just to say hi. And I'm like, you just sit down for a minute. I've got a got an idea for you. And so we just went through and pitched the whole thing. And then it, then it but that was probably, oh, like a year and a half ago, maybe. <clears throat> something like that it's been a while it's been kind of in the in the cook for a while where we've been thinking about it and building out the line like making a lot of boards you know we wanted to really like make sure the boards were good make sure she'd surfed them a lot make sure we thought through all the dims um put a site together that's at least like covers the bases of information you know there's so much more we have to do as far as like um just understanding like the differences in that and getting information out there, like mm -hmm. video showing kind of, you know, cause most people just haven't dug into the weeds that much. So, um, she's obviously had a surf, the same surfboard shaper for 20 years, probably of her life. Mm -hmm. How did that conversation go for her with him? Um, how does she deliver? Yeah. How did that go? Was it, was there any, <laughs> she was nervous. She was nervous about it, but, uh, Matt, Matt's so smart though. He's like, he, I think as soon as she, um, brought it up, he was like, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta do it. Cause he's, he gets it, you know, Good. he's, yeah, he, uh, I think he was probably gave her like fair warning that the, um, surfboard business is a tough business, you know, cause she's never been on the business side. Yeah, of course. And he's like, you know, it's not definitely, it's not easy to do it. And so, uh, but I think, um, yeah, she's, uh, I don't, if you spend time with Coco, Coco's amazing and like so um, straightforward and um, just great that she'd be impossible to be mad at. Exactly, is how I feel about it. <laughs> exactly, you know, you make she makes you want to kind of root for her because she's just that kind of has that personality that draws a lot of people to her. So uh, I think that's that was another thing about it is that this idea has been brewing in my head for a long time, and then it was like Coco's the right person to be the face for this. You know, and to really does feel like she is. She just, you know, we were in um, Hawaii last week and spending time on the North Shore. And it's just like, yeah, it was very re-emphasized that she's she's the right one because she's. Well, she's also off tour, mm -hmm. and she's looks more fit than she's ever looked before. Yeah, she seems more energized than ever before. So it's almost analogous to what you guys were able to do with Josh Kerr, mm -hmm. where he gets off tour and then gets on alternative performance boards mm -hmm. and it unlocks new levels of his surfing it's like that's where coco's at in her career you know no and it's perfect timing because she's yeah she really is like you said she's like at the peak of her ability yeah she has all this wisdom from time competing and time surfing she still has all these years ahead of her 
where she's, like you said, she's in great shape and great mindset. So when you present the idea to me, I go, oh my gosh, there's a totally untapped market. There's more female surfers in the water now than ever. A lot of young female surfers who, like you said, can't go to the retailer and buy a board that's designed for them. Coco's such a great person for them to look to. Like she's a great saleswoman ultimately mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but I bet if you asked other shapers who are designing boards for CT female surfers and said, why isn't there a model for that? If you do, they'll say there's not enough of a market for it. Mm -hmm. So it looks like there's a market for it from one, but they would probably argue maybe they've tested the waters and they didn't get a response from the market. Mm -hmm. You guys launched earlier this month. What's the response been? Well, I think that's the interesting thing is uh, stepping back is that kind of, if you were a female surfer, there's kind of been two lanes you can go. You could be like, a you know, there's not there's not a female Asher Pacey out in the world in the same in the same way, right? Because the path for like, if you're going to be a surfer who's a girl, you must compete, and you, this is the path you have to do these kind of contests and surf this kind of way and ride these kinds of boards, and like that doesn't, or you can go like the longboard route and be like a model right. kind of thing, route too, and it's like that's not true to how everybody participation with surfing is and so i think a lot of the um a lot of the shapers that are making like the f1 ferrari high you know highly competitive surfboards it's like those only appeal to like a little sliver of the audience and out there in the world and most you know there's definitely plenty of girls that want to surf that way too but there's a lot of you know but i would even argue the reason why they want to surf that way is that's all that they really see yeah and through the media surf media you totally, know totally totally there's not a lot of pro free surfer females. Yeah. So there's just like, it's just, um, I think Coco's, ha I, I tell her all the time, I'm like, uh, everyone knows you can rip, you know? <laughs> like, like she feels, a lot of pro surfers feel this pressure that anytime they put a clip out, it's gotta be like an A clip because you gotta keep like, you know, you gotta make sure everyone, <laughs> and I'm like, no one's gonna forget that you know how to surf. So sometimes you can just just ride a cruiser and just stand there and just yeah. feel the wave and have fun. And that relates to people in a totally different way than having to do the exact you know three turn combo and blah blah blah. It's more resonant in a lot of ways, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So the question though is, how did the market respond, or how has the market responded in the first month? Oh yeah. So uh, the response has been super positive. Like. Everyone's very excited. I think it's like kind of caught a lot of people kind of out of nowhere because they hadn't, a lot of people hadn't even really thought about it in that way. And it kind of makes the light bulb go off with people like, oh yeah, like if I, if I wanted to buy like, you know, what's Steph Gilmore or Carissa Moore or Coco, right? Like what, what is, what even is that? And where could I actually even get that if I wanted to? And it makes you kind of realize like, oh yeah, there's this. So a lot of people are excited about it. And, um, we're we're going to be doing in the next year what we call exo beach days not a demo program but like a hang like a beach hang where where everyone's welcome like Co where coco will show up on the beach with her quiver and her friends and if you're 10 years old and you want to hang with the and you're 45 years old and you you're whatever whatever level you're at you can just come and kind of enjoy time in the water and it's more of like a a, a little bit more of a movement of just getting together and supporting and good. You know. I like it. Yeah. Um, I like what you were saying about, and I feel like I've talked about this too, like the um, female CT athletes 
were only ever viewed through the male's judging criteria. Yeah. And so it then makes sense that the shapers would then be designing boards for them to try to surf like the men Mm -hmm. and um, how limiting all of that is. And so then when you are coming out of that world and looking at designing boards for women and like, is there a space in the market to do it? You guys are creating that space entirely. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, for anybody who does like surfing and even females who grew up surfing and they only looked at that, there's nothing to even look at. There's no examples. There's no context to even. So you guys are designing it. You're designing the context and the boards, trying to make people know that there's boards available for them to purchase. Like it's going, I feel like there's going to be a bit of a lag time Mm -hmm. until the market even fully understands Mm -hmm. that this is a path. Mm -hmm. Maybe not for, to try to pursue professional surfing as a free surfer, as a female, that's an option too. But this is just a path for a way that you can surf. Yeah. Like you can ride a performance twin. You can ride a fish, mm-hmm. which is like you said, never been accessible before because they were too wide. Yeah. You know? Um, it's crazy to think that that just simply didn't exist. Yeah. Well, you can, I, I mean, not that we're, or, or Coke is going to take credit for other people's career shifts in the world of female surfing, but there's definitely in that world, even like amongst like all of Coco's friends, there's like a huge like beating down the door. Can like uh, Laura Enver was calling it the fun tour, you know, where it's like people just want to like yeah, I actually want to ride all these different kinds of boards that I never could really ride before. Right. So so has uh, can you say who else has ridden the boards? Uh, yeah, um, Laura Enver's been riding them a bunch. Like we've been um, getting them to all the a lot of really. Uh, women that paved the path for a lot of surf, like um, Coco's delivering one to Lisa Anderson and, you know, just getting boards out there to um, as many people as we can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't say everybody. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's a, there's a, there's a number. I think there will be a shift though. Okay. In the next year or two and just how, who a lot of people ride for and what they're doing. The team that you guys have built is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughtful you know what i mean like really that from asher pacey to now obviously i mean victor bernardo too we've talked about that in the past where it was just like he was available to get and nobody wanted him yeah you know and so just kind of recognizing these picks um is claim and obviously margo's phenomenal and sitting right there waiting to be plucked so it just takes a right kind of keen eye to identify these things is Clay Marzo officially on the team, or are you guys yeah, just getting starting boards? This month. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we've been making boards for a couple months, and um, yeah, he's another one where nobody's appetite for Clay's surfing has ever been satiated. Never. So there's this hunger to see because every time he surfs, something unique and magical happens. I know. It's never like a stock session where you're, you know what I mean, and so. He just feel he just feels the waves different. He feels the boards different, and he um, he's. I think he resonates with everybody because he's like the purest form of a surfer. Like he does not care. He doesn't care about all the any any of the extra kind of stuff. Like it is purely like if um, if no one was filming him or whatever, he'd be going surfing the same crazy waves that no one else wants to surf in Maui and charging crazy slaps and all this stuff it doesn't um do you have any idea why you wouldn't wear a wetsuit 
like in West Oz, when it's frigid, he doesn't wear a wetsuit. You know, it's um, he and I are very similar <laughs> in that way because I don't wear a wetsuit like half the year here from like May till November. I basically trunk it. And this this week I was wearing my two mil spring suit. So really? I don't know. We have like, I think it just feels probably restricting and weird. And he probably has a different sensibility to the water. Yeah. A different connection to the water that the rubber and like get in the way of, I think maybe. I don't yeah. know. It's but, fascinating. But yeah, he that's when he was here <clears throat> like a month or two ago. We were laughing, we were jiving on that because I don't I, don't, I hardly wear a wetsuit. Um there was a clip fairly recently of him riding just a soft top. Mm-hmm. And I I, w- I was blown away by the way he approached the soft top. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He's so incredible. What what style of boards are you designing with him? Uh it's he's really ridden very much traditional craft like most just like performance shortboards and so we're definitely covering the bases there so he knows he has something that like he can can, um count on but he was surfing pipe this last month with uh symmetrical outline step up um quads with offset asim quad placement so um, they look kind of from the deck side, it looks like kind of a normal board, but with a little like beak nose, a little bit extra chip in paddle power, not very wide, but yeah, offset fins. But he's, he, the reason it came to be is cause he was on a trip. He was on a snapped trip with Asher and Victor oh, okay. in Indo. And I don't think he'd really ridden a twin fin either. He'd never really ridden a twin fin and at, he just grabbed, he borrowed one of Asher's boards and like surf that for the next like three months straight. Wow. And organic. Yeah. And so that's just kind of how the connection came to be. People like boards that work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. I mean, so much of surfing is a feeling. And, you know, if you've had the same, if you do surf for a job and you've had the same feeling every time you surf and then all of a sudden you have, and you do that for years and then all of a sudden you have a totally different feeling and speed and sensitivity, it's like, you know, yeah. Just, yeah, I get it. Um, we're first of all, XO Coco is the name of the brand yeah. officially, right? Okay. Um, four kids loving what they're seeing from her. Where do they buy the boards? Yeah, xococo.surf. Okay. Or just Instagram, just search Xococo Surf. You'll find it too. Are they going to be available to touch and feel somewhere? Yeah, they in our showroom. So we in the, where our showroom is in San Clemente, half of it was always album, and the other half was like offices and different, just running the business. And we converted the whole other half of our office to the Coco showroom. Okay. So there's one here, and then there's going to be we're going to put some in shops around the world. Oh, okay. And um, but online, obviously, you can. So you, you can get more info. And awesome. And which board model are we giving away to a lucky listener? We are giving away the Halcyon, which is kind of that mid-length twin. And it it's kind of like uh, it came, originated from Asher Pacey's Lucent model mm. on the album side. But then I re-kind of configured it for if I was designing that same type of board for Coco. Okay. So it's actually like... Um, like I could, I, I'm six two one ninety, and I could ride the six four as like my shortboard almost. So, and that's the same one that, that Coco rides. So, can you explain if you were to ride that versus Asher's version of it as a six four? What do you experience as the difference between the two? It's uh, it's like the XO version at, at six four is a little bit more, more of a hot rod. 
it's like more, it's less um, glide and cruise and a little bit more um, dynamic feeling, like a little bit more spark off of the bottom. And it feels like it wants to be surfed harder. Okay. Whereas like the Asher version version does a little bit, for my size, does a little bit more of the work. It's like, you know, it's it's just more volume and more, more cruise. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's what's funny. I think um, for the guy, it's funny. We're obviously we're giving this away to whoever, but um, like there's there's plenty. Like Michael Ho has a has a XO, and Harry Bryant's been riding one all over the North Shore, like a little tryst fish, like a five O that I made him. So there's definitely for not just for the female. Good. Yeah, yeah I love. I I I appreciate what you said too about it's not necessarily for female. It's just re breaking down design and mm-hmm. starting from scratch and mm-hmm. seeing where it goes from there. Coco happens to be the test pilot mm-hmm. for this batch, but it's time for surfing. I think to just start from scratch in different ways and see where it goes. Well, I mean, if, if, if volume shifting is, is effective for Coco and she's getting more performance out of a smaller platform, but more volume. Yeah. It's like the same thing is going to kind of can apply to, anybody right you know if i can ride something that actually paddles better but is more maneuverable and all that kind of stuff so exciting times good job (laughs) and congrats too on all the continued success i mean truly you guys are i'm always impressed by how you guys evolve so we're having fun good (laughs) all right thank you thanks dave all right